0: What's up, y'all. It's your boy, the one and only A Switch, bringing You yet another episode of Switch's Sites, episode 64 to be exact. Uh, today's date is um July 16th, 2020. Um, forgot my AKAs. Uh, let me get those out the way. AKA. The hundred time social distance and champion, AKA the Jigaboo Jangler, AKA the barbecue chicken creator. Bringing you yet another episode of Switcher Sites, the gaming podcast where I talk about just that games and related things. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Recording this, uh, pretty much at the midnight hour, smooth jazz V 98.7 jams. Um, it's going to be a rainy night tonight. Y'all get ready. I don't know. I just assume that that's what, uh, the late night, late night jazz people, jazz radio hosts. What what was the official term for radio? Um, I think radio jockey. I forgot. I'm going to have to look that up out of curiosity now. Um, But yeah, we still, we still thriving and surviving in this, this cold ass world of a pandemic stuff's getting crazy. Well, (laughs) when has it not been crazy? Really? Um, President's still tripping. uh, People still not wearing a damn mask. We about to have yet another resurgence extended period of us in confinement. But you know, every other country is just fine. Just hopping and skipping, pandemic free. But here we are, with this increasing virus that may potentially kill everybody and people are not taking it serious. But I digress. Um, yeah, so hopefully everybody's good, everybody chilling. I mean in the in the best way possible, considering the circumstances. Um but yeah. Uh, some interesting things, uh, came out this week. We still yet have not heard a peep about no damn announcements for a damn console, no pricing, no pre-ordering. Come on guys, you guys need to stop, stop the damn chicken price chicken and somebody get some balls. And just, just come up with that price and that date, just do it. That's all you gotta do. Anyway, uh, let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. Uh, first topic discussion, uh, this one hurt a little bit. Uh, I I guess it doesn't really when you, and in the grand scheme of things, but, uh, from Kotaku, Microsoft. Stop in production of the xbox one x end of an era end of an era <laughs> it's been it was a good run, good three years uh but hey, all good things must come to an end uh so uh basically the reasoning around this actually uh hundred percent yeah, here's the quote from, uh, Xbox, uh, themselves as we ramp into the future with the Xbox series X, we're taking a natural step of stopping production on Xbox one X and Xbox one S all digital edition, AKA the Xbox sad edition, <laughs> got, got to say it that way, sad edition. Um, so, but the Xbox one S will continue to be manufactured and sold globally that's pretty interesting. So, um, I think a lot of people are pretty much coming to the conclusion that they're probably, um, gonna have that as a, the Xbox one S as a pretty, you know, bare bones entry point for a lot of people. Maybe get, get a little bit of that taste, of that greatness that is Xbox game pass, because boy, that may change your life. You, uh, you better stop playing. That might change your life. Don't, don't fret. All right. So, um, when you think about it, really, it makes sense. Cause then there was that whole potential confusion of Xbox one X and Xbox one series X. And, you know, that just, that was just like the makings of a, just a fire of confusion. So, um, yeah, I mean, and then with the, you know, it seems to be a one-to-one backwards compatibility with the, when the series X comes out. It's pretty much pretty much a done deal, I'd say. I mean, you know, uh, if you want the power of the Xbox One um, X, I guess you technically have to, oh, I got to get more power for the Xbox Series X. So I'm fine with it. I mean, uh, on top of is somebody saying they already have one anyway. So or somebody that has one. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm curious to see. Like, obviously, I think they're still going to they did Xbox did say they're still going to support uh, these consoles throughout, I think, two or three years, I want to say. So uh, really no worry there necessarily. So, I mean, it's all good. And I think another reason was that. <laughs> I mean, currently Xbox One X is like selling out as well as PS4 with the obvious, you know, pandemic and people are, you know, staying home for longer periods of time, bored, actually want to do something, um, you know, entertaining. Um, so it makes sense. This is probably the perfect time to do so. And then, you know, if you really want an Xbox One X, you know, you can scrounge eBay and other various sites, you know, for that, Um that's, yeah, that market is probably flourishing right now, especially, you know, with the, (coughs) excuse me, lack of demand between the, um, well, at least all the corresponding consoles. Um, you know, cause (laughs) we, we stuck it on, you know, so all in all, uh, I think it's for the best, um, would avoid confusion. Also avoid detracting from the, you know, appeal and luster, of the Xbox Series X, so interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Nobody thought that they would do that, but they did. Cause I mean, when you think about it, it, was it was kind of in a weird spot, or the Xbox One X would be in a weird spot where it's you know more powerful than Xbox One S, but not as powerful as Xbox Series X. Uh, but as well as like uh, if potentially the the second tier Xbox or the nickname, the, uh, Scarlet is a, is the actual thing. It's like a weird, weird space between like those possibly both being similar in power, maybe. So at the end of the day, I think it, uh, the ends justified the means, uh, just, just, I'm all for avoiding potential confusion, which with these naming conventions, that was highly likely so uh keeping in line with xbox news um project x cloud uh the streaming service that it's been in beta for a pretty long time now i know it uh it initially started out on the android phones um and then i think just somewhat recently uh the beta came out for ios um didn't get into it. I think I signed up. I didn't get into it as of yet, but uh, it seems pretty cool, uh, at least the potential, but we don't have to wait any longer because, because X Cloud coming to game pass this September. Get ready for a whole new experience. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so actually pretty good, pretty solid uh, kind of deal and bundle with Xbox Game Pass as, as much as it's flourishing. I heard some people talking about Xbox Game Pass, this being only with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, but I don't think that's the case. Maybe it is. So I think it is specifically with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Maybe later down the line, it may trickle down to the standard Xbox Game Pass. Who knows? But at least as of now, um it is still um restricted to the xbox game pass ultimate, but I mean ultimately at the end of the day, if you're you know with that you would you already have that anyway, um and then I think even another factor, which is it's just ingenious on their end, uh at least getting more people in that otherwise wouldn't um. There you could just get Xbox Game Pass without buying any games or even having or owning an Xbox and um, basically just, uh, you know, get a dedicated controller and be able to play like Xbox games that way. Or, you know, you <laughs> when I think about it, this might be like it might be a nail in a coffin to uh, Google Stadia if uh, if they don't get their act, they don't get their act up. Is that the term? Don't we'll get their act right. Yeah, if they don't act right. Um, so Stadia better watch out. They better they better get on that Netflix model. Cause I mean, at least from what I'm seeing, it don't seem like that's working. What they doing, charging you having to pay for a full game and play be restricted only that game just for that type of service, I don't know. It just does not make sense. Uh, I think (laughs) surprisingly, Xbox is doing it way better than uh, Stadia, at least from the surface, from what they're saying. Um, And given all the capabilities you have, but of course, obviously if you have an Xbox, it's way more streamlined for you because you can also have the option to stream directly from your Xbox. Uh, I think you can also like, Volunteer your Xbox to as a source, a resource to like be streamed from. If you know, uh, I would assume if you have the corresponding game, the person, random person X, want to play, uh, and they're nearby your area or something like that, um, or closer than a server, that maybe they could, um, if they chose to donate their Xbox maybe when they're not playing it or something like that that, uh, I swore I heard some, some like along those lines, but, um, uh, all in all really cool potential, um, you know, to, uh, one game on the go and, uh, you know, kind of, kind of delve into that portable market too, where it's potentially, they could be kind of competing with, you know, the switch kind of to some extent, um, as well as, you know, standard, um, you know, uh, phone purchases, phone games also. So man, yeah. When you think about it, Xbox was really setting themselves up for like success. And, uh, yeah, they're definitely playing a methodical long game. It feels like that. They're like potentially, you know, moving their chess pieces, um, in uh probably the most, the best way possible. I'd say so good on, uh, Xbox, Microsoft. Um, I plan to probably mess with it at some point, probably share my thoughts, at least on my experience. Cause I know everybody's varies, and, you know, tons of variables, internet and, uh, your data and all that, all that, all that jazz. So, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, moving on. Well, actually, still stay staying in the theme. Um, Of course, the greatness that is, uh, (laughs) I keep saying, I mean, who knows? It's probably going to be great. But uh, next week's uh, Xbox Game Showcase, where potentially we may get a lot of stuff, which I'll get into in the next segment. Um, But yeah, so I guess the kind of temporary expectations uh, Aaron Greenberg from Xbox on Twitter said, um, uh, at least I'll quote him, I know everyone is excited for Xbox Games Showcase next Thursday. Seen some wild expectations. So if helpful, this show has one focus, games, no business, devices or similar news, just games, a whole show about hour long focused on games. Hope you enjoy it. So, so he kind of killed any, um, I guess anticip- anticipation for, uh, price of the console or consoles or, yeah, devices. So he kind of, kind of killed that dead in the water. So the fact that he did that, I don't know. I guess that, so slightly disappointed because like now more than ever, we really need to know the price and, uh, the date so we can, you know, start pre and stuff like that. Um, but <laughs> PlayStation and Xbox, they like, oh, and them cards close. They are playing the most intense game of chicken right now. And I am dying from anticipation and anxiousness. So, yeah, but actually it's good because I think, you know, he kind of got burned uh, from the last Xbox um, event that was, you know, it was supposed to be gameplay supposedly, but it is, uh, it is not. So I don't know. I don't know. Um yeah so gonna be interesting. hopefully, the games make up for it, but I don't know really don't know really don't know um keep it in line with that. I think we'll get into like a interesting um sub segment if you will um since. Xbox event is coming out next week. I thought it'd be kind of fun to um, share some of my predictions. Uh, Some I'll probably spread on Twitter. Um, But I would love for a lot of these to come true. doubt all of them will, but um, I do want them to come true. So first prediction for the Xbox event. Going to see Battletoads. Going to get a shadow drop on Thursday. Coming out right then and there. We'll be able to play it. I mean, the game has been real dormant for who knows how long. Haven't really heard anything about it. Um, it Doesn't seem like a big, ambitious, AAA-ish game. Uh, So I'd say now more than ever, it's probably a perfect time to just do a straight up shadow drop and just release it. Uh, During this uh, this showcase on Thursday, next Thursday. Um, It just makes sense. It just makes sense. I mean, I don't really I don't think I need to explain more than that. Um, Next prediction. Splinter Cell. Is going to be announced. At Xbox and will be exclusive to Xbox. I don't want to say, yeah, you know, I'm gonna be bold. I'm gonna say exclusive to Xbox, um, you know, from past history, the splinter cell series has always been mainly associated with Xbox. Uh, I think, um, what was the splinter cell, not double agent, not Pandora tomorrow conviction. I think that's still technically exclusive. To uh, 360 console wise, I know it's pretty sure it's on PC as well, but uh, from a console standpoint, it is still console exclusive, I'm pretty certain about that. And of course, you know, the previous Splinter Cells, uh, at least for the most majority of its, I guess, life, even though it's kind of not really a, I guess, accurate thing, but majority of its period was being exclusive to the original Xbox, the whole trilogy. Oh, no, let me back that up. The first Splinter Cell was exclusive to the Xbox for a pretty long period, and then it eventually got ported to the PS2 and GameCube. Yeah, so and then like the corresponding, like uh, the sequels after that Pandora Tomorrow Chaos Theory those, those kind of came after, uh, chaos theory. I don't know. Chaos theory. I think chaos theory was a beast. I think it came on PS2 at least, but it was very definitely the lesser version. Uh, you know, since the original, the PS2 couldn't stand, couldn't stand up to the, uh, Xbox original Xbox when it came to graphical power. So, um, at least what I'm trying to say is that for most of, um, the franchises career life, uh, Splinter Cell has always been strongly most associated with Xbox. It would make perfect sense for them to, uh, do that. Now, um, Xbox is in need of a lot of exclusive games you know, bring people to the platform. Um, and then on top of that, uh, with, um, the weird inclusion of, uh, Phil Spencer, uh, the president, vice president of Xbox, um, at, in, uh, Ubisoft's, uh, Ford, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, yeah, it was just weird inclusion of him. Uh, didn't have anybody from PlayStation. I don't think. So I don't know that, that to me leads to some suspicion that maybe, uh, Phil Spencer has got a little, little, little tricklet up the, up his sleeve, uh, waiting to show us, um, during this Xbox games event. Um, yeah, it would at least it would be a smart move for Xbox to try to get some more exclusives to their platform. Perfect game. We're all dying for a stealth game. Uh, well, I guess, I mean, we got the last of us, but I mean, a, I guess a legitimate, realistic-ish stealth game, um, you know, to kind of fill that gap of, you know, that uh, Metal Gear Solid is cannot fulfill anymore, at least as far as we know. Um, so, yeah, definitely strongly uh, feel that. Also, I <laughs> I made a bet uh for that game so <laughs> i got a lot riding on this <laughs> but i mean hey it still stands um dead rising 5 going to be announced and exclusive to xbox uh you know dead rising 4 had a very troubled muddy pass I, I was watching this documentary pretty much going through like the whole uh, development process, um, uh, development cycle for the dead rising four. And, uh, man, yeah, it was, uh, it wasn't pretty. And it's very understandable how the final game came out, cause yeah, just four was just, just a, a shadow of its former self really, um, which was unfortunate. I mean, they didn't, they didn't bring back the original voice actor. They didn't even have psychopaths, which is like essentially a staple in the series. Um, Yeah. Just the design was just, it just felt uninspired and lifeless. If that makes sense. Like, I mean, as a game, it was solid technically, but it just was missing that personality that like, sure the first game really really hit on all fronts um so yeah i feel like at least from especially that one video i was watching i forgot the damn video but if you look it up dead rising 5 uh i think that might it might pop up that way but it's like an hour-long video uh basically going over that whole process um actually let's let's try to give as much credit as we can um I think it was called The Downfall of Dead Rising. I want to say. Yeah, how Capcom's Dead Rising Studio fell apart. Game history secrets by Did you know Gaming. Wow, I'm not sure why I did not think of that. Um I didn't think this was by Did You Know Gaming. But yeah, Uh 40 minutes, uh, pretty. If you're a fan of Dead Rising, it's pretty insightful uh video kind of showing that whole just eminent downfall, um, you know, going from a, from a developer to developer. And, you know, I think a lot of the developers quitting, um, some of it's kind of muddy now it's been a while, since so I watched it, but definitely recommend it pretty insightful, but getting back on track, I think, um, considering, uh, again, Xbox's history with being exclusive to the Xbox. Um, this is also adding to more credence to that as well with, um, dead rising, uh, generally being mostly associated with Xbox dead rising. One was exclusive for the longest until like this generation, I'd say, um, the first one specifically, then two started branching out and going multi-platform. Then three was again exclusive to Xbox and still is console-wise. It it did get ported to the PC, um, and then four, which at least again was exclusive to uh, Xbox, and then just this last year it uh, got ported to PS4. So. All in all, it's, uh, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty apparent that that's somewhat of a established semi-exclusive third-party IP that definitely, again, Xbox could utilize, uh, you know, give them some funding to maybe get, uh, a pretty established studio from Capcom to develop it or something like that, or maybe just get IP rights and stuff like that, or some, something along those lines to make something happen. Uh, I think would definitely be yet another good IP to exclusively get on Xbox side to, you know, beef up their, um, exclusivity, uh, which is, you know, really been the biggest downside in comparison to, uh, PlayStation, which almost every exclusive has been knocking it out the park. Uh, so hopefully Xbox could, can, can get to a point where they could do the same. So, uh, next prediction Uh, I guess adjacent to what uh, Aaron Greenberg from Xbox said I think we are going to get uh, a price and release date of Xbox Series X Um, I think maybe maybe he might be lowering expectations for Surprise Uh, also may um, maybe potentially be a last minute thing that, you know, with all this animosity and anticipation that maybe they're just, they just might do it, but I'm gonna go, uh, go against what he's saying and say that, uh, we are going to get a price and release date. Um, the clock is ticking. We're like less than, I think less than six months from the, uh, release of it. Um, going to have to happen soon, sooner or later. So why not now? Why not Xbox? I guess I get, I do see the side that Xbox doesn't want to get put in a bad position again, where, um, they won't, they could get the chance to be undercut by PS five to like kill it in sales. Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting. I would like to them to just, just, just stick to their guns and they go to price. But at the same time, I mean, for the longer success of the the company, maybe they should, um, should hold it out too. So I guess <laughs> I kind of see both sides, but personally, I want them to get, give us a release date and price, uh, prior to the, the show, kind of in the same manner that, uh, PS five did, but not in that weird, like, um, ominous hinting of a new release or some some crap like that I don't know um but I digress um next prediction gears 5 battle royale um <laughs> this is a super shot in the dark but um if there was any other game I'd want to have a battle royale component I guess it would be halo uh, but I I've heard a lot of rumors about that, so I mean, I guess I could have been safe and went with that, but I wanted to be interesting and you know take take a bolt one that. Uh, I would love to see just out of genuine curiosity, as well as my love for the series, and that would be Gears Five. Um, just trying to fathom how they would do that, do that game in a a battle royale setting where it's you know a a huge vast. Map and you know, trying to accommodate the covering for you know, the pop and shoot like staple of the series would be pretty interesting. And then maybe they'll find some way to like mix all the maps, uh, from maybe essentially the whole series potentially. That would be actually pretty cool. Now, the more I'm thinking about it, I would kind of like that. Maybe they just give you some dedicated dynamic to you know parachuting in, um, and then, you know, or maybe they'll, they'll do their own unique spin on it where maybe you don't, uh, drop in. Maybe you, you, there's some interesting mechanic they could do mechanic. They can do where you, you know, fight for a particular location that maybe is known to be popular or something like that. That would be pretty interesting. I think that will be a cool spin, uh, to kind of make, battle royale gears his own and make it, you know, its own mode and not like, Oh, gears five battle royale, you know? So I liked, I liked the idea of it. I guess it definitely all comes down to execution, but the potential is definitely there. I think, um, you know, yeah. Weapon balancing, um, popping and shooting roadie running. Uh, I like it. I kind of like it a lot. Um, but yeah, would like, would love for that to be, uh, be a thing. And last and final prediction. Pretty apparent that, uh, Yakuza has been, uh, been, been really, uh, good in good relationship with, uh, Sega. Well, no, I mean obviously they're with Sega uh Yakuza's been in really good uh good relationship with Xbox so far bringing a lot of their games to Xbox Game Pass. Um Yakuza Yakuza Kiwami, no Yakuza 0, Yakuza Kiwami and Yakuza Kiwami 2 coming soon. I think right on the um get Xbox Game Showcase uh Thursday I think is when they it does drop. And um I think it's only obvious that I, I feel like this isn't part of my prediction, but that we're going to get, um, release dates for the rest of the Yakuza collection, Yakuza, the, well, essentially the recu- Yakuza remaster collection, which includes, um, Yakuza three, four, and five. Um, so I think we're probably going to get, a uh, some release dates of those games, you know, probably staggered out, um, rationed out. Um, and then, uh, probably potentially six and then maybe, maybe they might lead up to actually seven, which is part of my prediction that they are going to give us a date for Yakuza seven in the West. Uh, the game has been out for, I think since December, December is normally their, their cadence, uh, when they release, cause they pretty much release yearly. Uh, and normally yeah, it's around December when they normally drop their games in like, uh, in Japan and stuff uh, Asia. So yeah. So I think along with that, we'll get the release date and then, uh, we'll potentially, I feel it. The dragon of Do- the dragon of Dojima needs to rise. It's going to be Kiryu You one second. All right. Sorry. Um, that is going to be, um, your going to be announced for Tekken seven. Let me, let me, let me, let me back, let me backpedal. Uh, Harada is going to come out of nowhere. Uh, probably <laughs> knowing Harada, he probably come in his, uh, Yakuza suit is Yakuza, uh, get up. And, uh, you know, hello everybody. Uh, don't ask me for shit. He'll probably have that uh on the uh, on the red shirt of a Kiryu's um trademark outfit. Um, so have that, and then you know it it's obvious at that point. And then you know we'll probably get an all smash trailer, probably some funny trailer, maybe making fun of a a Kiryu and like uh uh Kazuya and Jin Kazama. Um, all having similar names. Wait, Kazuya Mishima? No, Kazuya Kazama. Yeah, Kazuya and Jin having, uh, Kazuya Jin and Kiryu all having the same name. And then, uh, you know, some hilarious trailer and then showing the awesome ass gameplay. Kiryu doing like Komaki Tiger drops, doing combos, doing all ridiculous stuff It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. Uh I'll be I'll I'll lose my shit. I will. Um not even gonna lie to y'all. Um yeah, so that's my final prediction in that regard. All right. So not a bad list. I, I think I got a lot of reasonable ones and a lot of um a lot of uh shot shots in the dark. So um yeah. I'm pretty confident with that. We'll see if it actually, actually churns out in, in, in its reality and damn it. I forgot to write my notes, my time codes. I will, I'll, I'll maybe try to damn it. Well, damn it. I lost. Oh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it. Um, next topic of discussion. Sony uh PS5. Um you know, people an- anticipating it like crazy. Think it's only a matter of time that they're going to um um actually no. I'm not sure I was going with that, actually. Um so Sony uh estimated their production of their units, um i think to initially be 5 million units but now considering the demand especially you know with this pandemic which is definitely going to heighten you know the uh demand for it um to uh increase it to uh, increase increase the demand for the um PS5 so they doubled their units by 50% um 50% Uh, units, uh, by December, that's what they're, they're going shooting for hard to say if that's actually going to be a thing or, you know, they're actually going to follow through with that considering all the dynamics that, you know, is probably going to come into play, but I mean, who knows, maybe they will, but it's definitely good on Sony to, you know, not try to pull those, um, Nintendo tactics where they, um, increase the, increase the, um, artificially, uh, try to increase demand by shortening supply, which I I think there's some videos that kind of explain that, but it's always Nintendo that seems always have that situation where most of their stuff is super low stock where it in turn, Cre increases the demand for their like consoles and other various, like uh, niche products and stuff like that. So good on Sony for not, you know, being money grubbing, but, um, yeah. So next topic, um, Ubisoft, uh, had their Ford this, this past Sunday, um, had a lot of interesting news. I guess, uh, one of them in particular, that kind of tarnished a lot of things was, uh, far cry six, uh, which (laughs) uh, evidently got leaked by, um, by Sony, uh, their PlayStation store. They showed a listing for far cry six and, uh, it was, uh, it was something, something to say the least. So, um, yeah, kind of, kind of took their fire, but, uh, it's a pretty, pretty big, uh, reveal. It showed a picture of, uh, what is his name? What is his name? Cause it is hard to pronounce. Damn it. Um, <laughs> let me look up breaking bad. Breaking bad actor. I think it's Carlo Espinito. Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, so he was his most probably famous role is Breaking Bad as um I forgot his character, but he was a villain technically, and I mean it's kind of subjective in the lines of Breaking Bad, but yeah, so um he it seems it's pretty I think it's pretty safe to assume that he's a, a man um uh, yeah pretty much uh keeping that theme where he's gonna be a villain in this role considering the history of Far Cry having villain villainous roles, um, in the series. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's only a matter of time. It really is. So, um, yeah. So also one other aspect is that he's with a kid and it looks to be in Cuba. I want to say, um, and a lot of people are rumoring that the the kid might be a Voss from Far Cry Three, because of the eyebrows, very similar. The facial structure is pretty similar. Eyebrows actually line up as well, so it wouldn't be too out of the out of the um, realm for that to be a possibility. It'd be to be a cool aspect, if anything. So, but yeah, so it was leaked, and then uh, <laughs> I think the actor. Who I guess he found out some way. Uh, he, he like was playing a character like uh 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 the Juan Wano is not gonna be happy about this or something like that. And then uh, they finally it seemed like what two hours after that they dropped a trailer showing the uh, a brief a brief teaser for that. Um, and since obviously the bag was out, I guess they roll with it. Who knows if that was intentional or not? But I don't know. Seemed, uh, kind of intentional, but I don't, who knows. Um, but then fast forward to the Ubi Ubi forward Ubisoft forward. Um, they, they revealed a pretty extensive trailer, uh, showing the setup for it. And, uh, it is pretty, pretty damn interesting, pretty damn interesting. Um, personally, I haven't played too many of the far cries, the pretty much I've only played one. And played about a couple hours of that because at least I'm the type I want to play the first one all the way to six. Uh, but might be a pretty big endeavor to kind of, uh, entail. Um, but I am looking forward to this. Uh, maybe <laughs> I'll hopefully, uh, get catch up. Who knows? But interesting showing. Uh, there's a couple other games I wanted to highlight. Uh, at, at the Ubisoft forward, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, they showed us more in depth gameplay and aspects of it. It seems like the pirate, uh, mini game is somewhat kind of back makes sense, uh, during that era, um, since ships and stuff were uh, where still a thing. Um, what else? Uh, the combat seems to be pretty evolved. I'd say seems to be a lot more depth to it. Which uh definitely seemed interesting. It seemed more, I guess, visceral. Uh, even though I guess the trailer kinda hinted at that as well. So um, and then uh Watch Dogs Legion, which it's feels like it's kinda been dormant for a while. We haven't really saw much about it, I guess, until now. Uh I guess since the last C3. But uh looks like it's shaping up to be a pretty good ass game. Uh kind of again, rolling with the um I guess my best frame of reference is um what is it called? Damn it. Something dead, dead something. Zombie U. Zombie U or Zombie and uh when it was ported to other consoles where it was more it is more um what's the word? It's um roguelike. Yeah, roguelike, I think that's the term. Where you know if your character gets killed uh you possess the role of a different new character and you know play it in those those aspects really so it's going to be pretty interesting to see how that uh is uh going to play out <laughs> i do kind of want to play the granny really bad i uh, hear <laughs> i saw somebody on twitter said uh granny nuzlocke which um i believe is just a general term for if you your character gets killed uh then they have to stay killed, even though you can't revive them in this game. So at least in this game, it's presumed that if she gets killed, you have to start the game all over again. So I think that'd be kind of interesting run to do like Nuzlocke, Nuzlocke runs with uh, Watch Dogs lesion. Uh But yeah, overall, I'm really like what they're doing, kind of um, giving you more customization in terms of your preference of playstyle, which is pretty cool because... It did show the characters having a wide gamut of abilities and uh, attributes that, you know, cater to maybe how you particularly like to play, which is pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to that as well. So all in all, man, pretty strong showing. I think they showed a lot of games, uh, not a lot that I remembered or recalled that were notable to me specifically or spoke to me, but all in all, um, pretty decent. Uh, showing, I'd say, uh, next topic of discussion, um, out of nowhere, uh, dragons, dogma, anime series, it's coming to Netflix, September 17th. Uh, they showed the initial poster, uh, they show some screenshots as well. Um, and it looks like the, uh, director of the game, um, is supervising it. So that's kind of crazy. Um, so very interesting, um, aspect of that. Um, yeah, interesting. Um, I will <laughs> obviously because uh Dragon's Dogma has been like dormant for who knows how long in terms of not continuing the game, there's been like multiple ports and stuff, but outside of that, uh, it's been um really interesting. Say the less <laughs> say the least. Um I mean, the fact that they're doing a a TV a continuation of the franchise regardless, at least for me, leads me to believe that they're gonna eventually at some point uh continue continue the series. So um it's hard to say when that's gonna be, but um, I think it's coming eventually cause it just doesn't make sense to put eyes on a franchise that, uh, you know, a lot of people are a fan, are a fan of and not do anything about it. Um, so yeah, interesting to say the least. Um, also kind of makes sense cause they're, I believe they're coming out with a resident evil, um, a resident evil. Uh, TV series as well. So maybe they (laughs) did a two for one deal or something like that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I think that covers all the news for this week. Um, let's go into what I've been playing, uh, modern warfare, of course, um, managed to get all the, uh, challenges for this season. Uh still gotta get uh max battle pass. I think I'm at I think I'm reaching eighty. I think I'm at seventy-six on the same. So um been grinding to that. Um what else? Something else in particular. Um trying to think. I totally forgot. But you know, same old, same old Call of Duty. Um oh yeah, (laughs) Did get a uh, a chicken dinner, a sold chicken dinner the other day. Uh it felt great. I wasn't even trying necessarily, but I mean it just fell in my hands. But I mean, you gotta you gotta at least put your hand out to catch the ball if it's gonna fall, if you know what I mean. So, you know, I mean I I take I still I still take that victory and pride though. Uh then of course Animal Crossing, uh just game don't love me uh apparently because been gambling uh in terms of uh the uh stock stock market with uh getting uh turnups and like just going all in on turnips and hoping for a big payoff where you know it's a lot of rng i think i talked about it last episode but it is uh not friendly at all not friendly at all uh very uh very uh unforgiving to say the least. Um, yeah. Uh, so I, end, I ended up having to sell turnips at a loss, unfortunately, and, uh, uh, really, uh, really hurt it, really hurt it. Uh, got to the point, uh, I think a couple of days ago where I saw a pretty good decent profit. It was like one fifty and I paid like 90 for the turnips. So I'm like, all right. Because I don't know, I feel like the game is unforgiving with RNG. And I feel like it does definitely encourage you to to um buy from other people, you know, kind of like Pokemon where, you know, the trading mechanic encourages you to, you know, interact with other people to get uh trades from them. So that's been a, uh, I guess, somewhat of a standstill in terms of like thwarting my progress in regards to, I guess, pro- the game's perception of progression, which is essentially building more, like, uh, building more buildings, and, um, I think the ultimate goal is uh to get KK Slider in your city, uh, which you know. Uh, it's kind of multiple things, but getting your star rate into, um, five, which in turn will get KK slider to come near city. And it's kind of ambiguous and vague what that implies, which I, I want to say, I've talked about that on a previous episode, but yeah. So also Elite premonition two um, played a little bit, didn't play much, um, since I was trying to focus on minor warfare. Um, but it is it is it is bad, but it is a guilty pleasure at this point, I'd say because I'm still still uh, enticed by it, um, interested by it, uh, given the very obvious technical issues with um, the game, not the game, not. Um, yeah, the game just be running horribly, uh, especially outside and outside environments drop into like one, two frames per second uh in a lot of cases but um i'm still interested still want to play it still want to see it through um i would like a patch to improve everything but who knows if that's actually going to come out anytime soon but i do plan to play some of that this weekend as well but all in all um definitely very similar vibes uh as the first one um, and that pretty much covers all the games I've been uh, playing this week. Um, going to some, uh, media stuff, uh, you know, with anticipation of daily permission two. uh, pretty much finished twin peaks completely now. Um, but you know, I finished season two and man, I would have been if, if during that time it premiered, I think. Uh, the last season premiered 91, I want to say I would have been like in dis in a disarray because of just the, the pretty big cliffhanger it leaves you on, which is kind of messed up. Um, yeah, I guess people could see it as conclusive, but it's like, I don't know. It's a lot that could be interpreted. And, um, Now, uh, the third season or the final season or the return, I forgot the terminology they use, but, um, yeah. So this season takes place 25 years, at least in the story timeline or the actual TV series timeline, 25 years, uh, past, uh, the original season, um, which is definitely hinted at Which is kind of cool, hinted at in the uh, first and second season about 25 years you will, I forgot what they said, 25 years you will return or something along those lines. So pretty much watched the final season, like binged the hell out of it uh, last weekend. And uh, I I will at least say, I mean, it's, I think it's past spoiler territory. So I'll, I'll touch on some tidbits. Uh, in terms of just the whole concept, basically you, um, get out of the black lodge and, um, as, um, secret agent, Cooper gets out the black lodge. Um, and he's somewhat of like a shadow of himself or of some former version of himself somehow. And literally like through pretty much most of the season. It's just, uh, agent Cooper, like pretty much almost like damn near a vegetable where he's just repeating what people say to him. Uh, he, he cannot go anywhere by himself. He needs to be like strung along by somebody. I do. I will say I do appreciate the writing in terms of how they try to, they try to make that feasible that he is make it feasible that he is. um, I don't know the term, but make it feasible that he is. um, That, that, that could actually happen when in all reality, that that would never happen, but it, it was interesting for the most part, but that was my one gripe is that I would have liked to see more of agent Cooper as agent Cooper uh, that we all knew and love from the original, uh, two seasons and not this like dummy that just repeats stuff like, uh, what, like a one year old, if anything, uh, even younger than that, that just lacks all function of like the real world and, you know, cognitive, cognitive, um, I guess, uh, sensitivity if anything. So, uh, yeah, that was probably my biggest gripe of the season, uh, if I could really talk about that, but I'm not, I would be lying to you if I wasn't like engaged the whole season in terms of like, you know, dying to find out what happens the next episode, next episode, because I mean, it goes to show you, yeah, I, I freaking binged the whole season over, over the weekend. So, um yeah, you know, it got, it, it's some places it got super weird and, and, and just, just weird as hell. And then, uh, after that, it, um, it just gets, it just gets confusing and you kind of, I guess not, not too far of a jump from the first two seasons, but still, um, it just gets super weird, but, um, yeah. And then, the final episodes or I guess the the two last episodes were i guess supposedly technically one to some some uh some extent um but ah, I don't know it just did not feel conclusive at all um it really did't not at all it was uh it just acts way it presented way more crest questions than it answered. And, uh, it was a little bit disappointing and then it kind of leads. It opens it up for a, um, another season, a fourth season or something like that. So, uh, it's, it's, it's a bit disappointing to be honest. Um, I like the ride, but it's like, it seems like, you know, when you find out who the person is, I think that was a criticism. A lot of people had with the, um, the original season, uh, seasons where, you know, they found out who the killer was. So it kind of took away from the, uh, luster and like, I guess, um, appeal where that mysterious appeal of the series of you don't know what is what, um, so I don't know. I don't know. Hey, I mean, you put it on yourself right I mean, I'm 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 sorry. I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> it's giving you a hard time. It's 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 my thing. It's my thing. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So, uh, yeah, it's, um, that series was super weird, man. Um, I liked it, but the ending was, uh, I wasn't a fan of. There's also the, um, the movie I missed that actually is like a prequel to the original two series or two seasons or whole seasons, really Um, that I would uh I feel like I need to watch to kind of get some backstory because uh, a lot of the stuff in a third season, uh, it seems to hark back to fire walk with me. That's the, I guess movie uh, after those two seasons, that is a prequel to the whole series. It, Follows Laura Palmer to my understanding, and like her backstory and um yeah, and explains a lot of the I guess not plot holes or actually answers some questions that maybe <laughs> maybe uh I wouldn't be as confused watching this third uh season, yeah, maybe I should have watched it before that, but either way, I'll probably fill fill those holes I mean it's b s but what are you going to do about it? I'm just saying. So, um, yeah, so pretty much all I've been up to in that respect. Um, so yeah, I think, um, I think that'll do it for, um, episode 64, the switches sites, um, trying to feel and think, If I forgot anything, don't think I did. Just want to be sure though. Nope. Okay. Um, if damn it, I keep forgetting the, um, I really need to put these in sequence. If you enjoy this podcast on your favorite podcasts and platforms, be sure to, uh, like rate, subscribe on your respective platforms. Uh, If you want to watch this show live and uh, talk BS, like some people I know, um, uh, you can do so on Twitch TV slash a switch. I try to, I try to record on a consistent time, but life is happening. So, you know, um, taking it a stride. I'll at least try to, I try to commit to 5 PM PST, but a lot of times that does not seem to work, um, but yeah, um, you can also catch the archives of this show as well as another platform. I know some people prefer YouTube, include myself um, on youtubecom slash a switch. Um, yeah. Any questions you want to answer on the show you can also submit to my email, which is a switch TV at gmail.com. If I get enough, may read or dedicated segment to reading some questions, um, telling people you're horrible and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't That's probably not the most encouraging, but hey, um, I'm not like that. I promise. Um, yeah. So I think that covers everything for this week. Uh, next week is going to be a big one. Hopefully we get, we get, um, Xbox. Series X release date price, maybe, maybe get the price of the PS five as well. Cause, uh, this anticipation and anxiety is killing me. It's killing me. I just want to know already. Just, just let us know already, please, please. I beg of you corresponding competing companies, PS, PlayStation and Microsoft. For my sanity, please. (laughs) Please. Please. I'm Becky. I'm groveling right now. I may not look it, but I am. Well, um, till next time, uh, don't touch people that don't want to be touched. Stop coughing, don't cough. Uh, get your game on. Oh yeah safe.